Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. This is Linda Pinizzato, the condo expert, speaking to you from the studio over here at the Hayes FM. And interesting stuff is going on. You know, this morning we've had a great conversation with uh, Rick Cruz, and he's Canada's favorite sales trainer. And, you know, some of the information that he's brought out to us really gives us a different perspective, you know, on how to deal with people and what can achieve excess. Um, he's done numerous uh, different types of shows and seminars. How would you call that, Rick? Shows? I guess you do uh, I, them I as a, a seminar. I call it a success summit. A success, a success summit, yeah. Perfect. Like yeah. We were just in Calgary and Edmonton and Vancouver and uh, Montreal and Ottawa. It brings people t- t- together. Uh, they learn. But more importantly, it's not just an opportunity to go there and learn. It's an opportunity to go there and network, to meet other people, to shake hands, to kiss babies, uh, people from different industries. Anytime you get a group of 400 or 200 people in a room that are all jacked up about success, and that's why they're there in the first place because they attend yeah. everything that comes through town, it's it's remarkable. It's just an experience. Well, and it's an It's got nothing level. to do with me. It's got to do with the energy level in the room. You know, that's one thing. So you tell me as an expert, because what I want to do is I want to get some energy in the room with condo owners. You know, you mentioned about Canadians being the most polite people on the planet. Sure. They are. And, you know, one thing that uh, I find is just with my experience over the last three years is sometimes people, if you know something is really important, but you're almost to some degree afraid to challenge something. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for you to look the other way and just ignore it completely. Absolutely. And so I find that a lot of condo owners share a lot of apathy. They may have some difficulties. They may believe that the only ones in the entire building that have these problems, which chances are they are not, mm-hmm. except it's not public. And as we've spoken, you know, sometimes you're just not going to stand in an elevator and start complaining about the board, for instance, to somebody in the elevator because you don't know if they're friends with the board. You don't know who they are. So you're not going to, you know, open up your heart and talk about things. But so the interesting part about it is, is I I relate to what you do and how you conduct your business. Mm -hmm. And my mind is spinning around over here. (laughs) Well, you know, I think the number one. Yeah, go ahead. How to bring it open. Yeah. The number one rule in life, and I truly believe this, and this goes back to the late great Dale Carnegie, is the simple phrase, never throw dirt. Dale drills that into your head and he says, never throw dirt. I always like to look at it like this, you know, never throw dirt because you only lose ground. So you don't want to get into a situation where if there's a challenge in your, in your condominium and in your condo and, and where you're riding up and down the elevator spewing venom about everyone. It might be a better way to approach it is to, it's kind of like, for example, a, a throwback question, a play, I call it a, a, a play catch. You ever played catch with your dad oh. when you were young yeah. you know you yeah. both have a glove you both have a ball right mm-hmm. and they throw 
the ball and you catch it. And then once you catch it, what do you do, Linda? You automatically throw it back. Exactly. So when you run into someone in a condominium, uh, in an elevator, and someone says, can you believe the dogs are peeing on the grass again? I would throw that back and I would say, uh, is dogs peeing on the, on the grass again a big challenge for you? Because you don't know what they're saying. In a sales situation, it might be, are you a large company? And you throw that back as a large company important to you simply because of the fact that you don't know. Some people want to deal with large companies. Some people don't want to deal with large companies. They'd rather deal with a right. long one. So I need to throw the question back before I make my point. So I wouldn't throw dirt around there, but when you do get into a situation where you're approaching someone or you're talking to the condos owners association is always remember that the only fight that you ever win is the one that you really don't get into. Now I'm talking about an argument type of thing. I love these simple words. I may be wrong and often am, but I'm really positive that we need to do something about the traffic in this particular part of the parking lot. Whatever it may be, right. gotcha. approach it. Uh-huh. I may be wrong and often am, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that the air conditioner in the building is being abused by people for whatever reason, whatever, however, whatever goes on right, in condos. Right. And to approach it that way, you can find people in the building that are going to be sympathetic to you and then perhaps invite them over to your place and say, let's have a little coffee. I'd love to talk about this and then get a group together. If you, I would not, if I was owning a condo in downtown and I'm just leasing the one at 10 Wharf, maybe mm-hmm. Wharf, but I would feel much more comfortable even doing what I do for a living, approaching the board as a group of four instead of as a group of one. Well, it's always going to be hard because they may take it, especially if you're confrontational, maybe you're aggravated, maybe a condo owner's tried to get a hold of them three times, four times, six times, or being ignored. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what you're saying is actually, it can pretty much be put down as a mission statement for COA as well, only because I think that if communication of that level is coming on in a building... And then people do know in the background they have a condo owners association that's Mm -hmm. advocating, representing Mm -hmm. them, that can keep track of all the different complaints. So say if we keep track of um, a particular complaint, as you've mentioned, and we get that 10 or 15 times within one building. Mm-hmm. Then at least people, uh, you know, we could bring that together somehow, or, or create some resolution, Absol- or throw absolutely. it out to the board and say, "Look, it, we've been, con- we have been contacted ten times regarding this issue." Or even send out you an email to the ten to individuals and say, "This person yes. in room, in you know." So well, we, we can't well, give out their names. No, like you we can't. can't okay. Yeah, we'd have to be careful with that because of privacy issues. But, but we could. What we could do is we could say, "Look, it, there is an event going on this evening. Anybody Perfect. that's experiencing these type of problems." Uh, please come out to that. And then, as you said, you know, people will come in and then they'll meet each other and then they all have something in the common denominator, which is that one problem. So it can be handled without expensive mediation and arbitration and um, dispute resolutions and so on, only because you've got the Condo Owners Association as the go-between. Yes. Dealing in a business fashion, asking the right questions, making the right comments, and doing it the way that you're suggesting. Absolutely. And the way that this whole thing has been, you know, not confrontational. And yes, hey, we want to know what, uh, why. Why does that bother you? Because yeah. of the dog. Yes. 
You know, yeah. is that somebody that's just, you know, doesn't like dogs or is it because of where it happened or, you know, like what, what part it of it, be, yes. whatever it may be. Exactly. Yeah. And also as a condo owner, I would think, I would, I would look at it this way is that here's these people that are going to do their work for me. I don't have to run around and try to find other people to, you know, and not no only kidding. that, <laughs> you know, that me, I might come home from work and I've had a bad day. I, I don't have to get on the phone. I got someone on the phone during the daytime taking care of it for me. So it would be nice. To yeah. All you have to do is you join. You send in your email, um, 10 bucks a year, that's it. <laughs> it's the that's price nothing. of two cups of coffee. I mean, you know, as time goes on, I think that uh, it's invaluable for people. It is. Yes. Because, you know, anytime you get an association, anytime you, you know, you have that professionalism and the negotiation. There's a great book out there. I think that uh, you should read it. It's called uh, How to Negotiate Anything by Herb Cohen. Herb Cohen's a fascinating guy. I recommend anybody read 20 minutes a day. 26 books a year at 20 minutes a day. It's 26 books a year. You'll read if you read for 20 minutes every night and it helps you with those challenges. And I call them challenges or character building days, not bad days, but character building days. And to have an organization that's going to handle all the challenges that come around home, you can now challenge work on the challenges at work without having to worry about the challenges at home. I think we talked a little bit about this on the phone last night, that the difference between a, your mind frame, when you're working on a business level mm-hmm. and you could be the, I mean, I mean, you could be the CEO of a company of thousands of people or, and then you look at the same person who's a condo owner and feeling somewhat taken back by the behavior of the board, five people that been elected by the owners on a majority vote. But meanwhile, because of it being more of a personal relationship driven situation, it makes it uncomfortable. The funny part about it is, is that when people get this kind of, uh, in one sense, they have power, in the other sense, they lose their power. You know, some people, Rick, it's funny, some people that become board members, uh, the question is, are they doing it out of goodwill? Are they doing it out of power? And, and then you get the other side where you'll have the condo owner who could be a very powerful person. And, you know, even the CEO of a huge company Yet they're turning the other way and they're not dealing with the emotional side of their life, which is the ownership of Mm -hmm. a condominium. Yet meanwhile, if you put that same person in a boardroom of a, you know, any kind of company, or even if they're an entrepreneur or whatever the case is, they're a strong, determined individual, but they do not, they're too, I don't know, is that afraid to step forward? I wouldn't call Intimidated? it Intimidated? I don't even know what it is. Maybe a little bit out of their element. Out of their not, element. Not knowing you know, what goes on. Um, I think a lot of people that own condos don't really understand how the board works in the first place. That's it. You know, And I'm sure that if I joined your organization, I would have materials that I could read and understand how these things work and stuff like that uh, before going to a, to a board meeting. Uh, about something but a lot of times it's unfortunate the people that seek these positions mm-hmm. you know want it more for their own personal gratification than for the gratification of other people to be able to say you know i am uh, an elected member of of a board for whatever reason uh, not all um you know but some some people i'm sure are in in that situation where they're not in it for the good of the whole but more to as a fun opportunity to 
be part of a board. And you know, it's funny if I had a uh, if I had a crystal ball or Aladdin's lamp, <laughs> and I could take my my three wishes uh, with respect to Koa and, and where it's moving and so on. My first wish, definitely, without a doubt, would be for for people to. You know, have the uh, gumption. Is that a word? Gumption. Yeah. I think gumption was a long, word long in my old, language. old word, right? <laughs> have that to be able to just ask questions. That's it. Just ask questions, uh, you know, um, expect answers back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and basically show that you have an interest, that you care. Mm-hmm. And that if there's anything that's not being done properly, you will be there, you know, challenging it. And really, I think that if people would just do that, which I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, heck, if you go into a store and you buy a product and it's not working or it's broken or for whatever it may be, for yes. whatever it may be, what do you do? You return it. If they they say to you, "Well, I'm sorry, we really don't want to take that back," mm-hmm. so what do you do? Package it up and go back home. You you pretty much demand it to be exchanged or a refund. Mm-hmm. So the same mentality, without a demand, but you know, keep it as a community atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So the wish is is that people would be um, less apathetic and join the Condo Owners Association and create this very strong mechanism that can stay forever. That's the thing. Power in numbers. Big time. It's Power huge. in numbers. Yeah. It and, is and, and, and the wonderful thing about having a condo association behind you is this is not the first time they faced the challenge with the garbage chute. Okay, this is they fought this battle five times before with five different different buildings. So they know the situation and the path to take. Why not have experience behind you at 10 bucks a month, a year, 10, $10 a year. That's it. I know <laughs> we get people that send us. Honestly, they'll send us a full page, two pages of a problem that they're experiencing. And then we look them up. They haven't even paid the $10. They want the answer. And then they wonder what we do for them for $10. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all volunteer. This is strictly volunteer. I actually funded it uh, up until June 1st of uh, 2013. So for three years, I've been funding it on my own. And it just it just blows me away. I just don't yeah. understand. But I think, you know, as we move forward and people start to understand things, that's the key, isn't it? It's like when, you know, people come to your seminar. Mm-hmm. And from the time that they walk into the seminar until the time that they're ready to leave the seminar, they have a total change of understanding of what is going to work for them. And one small, tiny little change, you know, is the difference between good and great. It can be just one thing. You know, I I find this fascinating because, you know, you have sons that play hockey and one of them plays for my favorite team, the Vancouver Canucks. It reminds me of a time I I was in Oxnard, California. And I got lost, and I was trying to find my way back to the 101 freeway. And um, what happened was, is I looked on my left, there was this big field with all these lights in it, and all these tents put up. I thought the circle had come, to, I mean, the circus had come to town. But as I got closer, there were these big trucks, semi-trucks with a big blue star on the side of them, and it said, Dallas Cowboys football. Really? Yeah, oh, I was wow. blown away. So I, I pulled into the gas station <laughs> and I said, is that across the street? Is that what I think it is? And and he says, yeah. And I says, you're kidding me. And he goes, no. And I said, the real Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, they come here to Oxnard because in August the temperature is 120 in Texas. So they have their camp here. And I said, yeah, I'm so excited. I, I, I said, can I go over there? Can I, is there a hole in the fence? Can I see it? I got to see this. <laughs> right. So I got on the phone with my brother and I said, man, you know what? I, 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 tomorrow at nine o'clock, I can see the Dallas Cowboys scrimmage. I was 
so jacked up. You know what I did? I ran to Walmart and bought a Dallas Cowboys hat and T-shirt to wear. <laughs> and I don't even like the Cowboys. But anyways, I went to this thing the next day, and it was training camp. And uh, it fascinated me because they come running on the field at exactly 9 o'clock. There's 1,800 players in the NFL. And to stand two feet away from an athlete that's just chiseled, like just the premium athlete, world-class, like an NHL player, an NFL player is that. And to look at him, and then uh, I couldn't wait for this thing to start. And then all of a sudden I noticed something funny, Linda. There was not a football on the field, not one. Oh, really? Oh, you no. ki- they, well, they what didn't they... play football. What'd they do? They, the quarterback would stand there with no football in front of him, no defense. And all he would do is take three steps back and move his arm throwing motion without a ball over and over again oh my. the defensive backs would be in a lineup yeah. and uh, the coach would call out a play they've been studying this playbook for for six months and he calls out zebra 42 x on two hot 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 and all these wide receivers would take out and run that route without a ball without a defenseman and they did it over and over and over and over it was the most boring thing in the world never go to one of these camps it's boring <laughs> But the reason that they did it is because they're professional athletes. And when Mm -hmm. the game time comes on Sunday, on any given Sunday, when that play is called, they must just react. They can't think about it. Not thinking. So you just, someone says, so if someone says to you in your condo association, they say, you know what? The lady down in number five is just driving me nuts and nobody's listening to it. Run the play. And yes. the play is going to be run by the Condos Owner Homeowners Association. Or, well, exactly. Or, yeah. Uh, what a that, what a great analogy. I it, love no, it's that. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. It, it, Years um, ago, my um, you know people used to say to me, "Well, Linda, how how are you boys doing so well?" Because it was three of them, and they all really love their hockey. And mm-hmm. you know, they move through all the AAA levels, and then junior junior hockey and OHL. And uh, one went uh, Steve went NCAA. And uh, the other two boys are actually both captains of the teams and so on. And people used to say, geez, you know, how? Because it's unusual that from one family, three would go that far. Other than the Sutter family. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's only a few here and there, Right. right? You know what's funny is that I used to think that years ago they were involved in a lot of skating. A lot of skating. Okay. And I always believed that if you could skate forward, backside, this, that, here, there, without even thinking. Just like when we walk. Then it's never going to be. All you have to do now is consider the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to worry mm-hmm. about what your feet are doing. Mm-hmm. It's all going to come natural. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking, oh, I've got to stop this way, my edge, my this, or that. Nothing. Right. Okay, and that's what I did. I used to rent the ice. You love it. I used to rent the ice with the three of them. I'd invite uh, three more plus two goalies, and then what we'd have is scrimmage time, and I'd be out there on the ice with them because I played hockey. And it was great. And they had fun. And that's all they had to do. That's exactly. it. It was strictly, you know, a fun time. And it was uh, not even to think about skating. So that not really makes a lot of sense. You, you know, you're absolutely right. It's, it's fascinating. It reminds me of the Disney Corporation. I'm fascinated by the Disney Corporation. They do things so differently than any other company in America. If you've ever had an opportunity to read a book, I believe it's called Behind Mickey's Ears, the inside of Disneyland and stuff of this nature. But, for example, in the Disney Corporation, in that organization, there are no employees. 
In other words, they don't call them employees. What you are, everyone, from the garbage guy picking up the garbage at Disneyland to the CEO of the company, you are a cast member. The accountants are called cast members. The garbage department is called cast. The cooks are cast members. Everyone's a cast member. But the Disney Corporation has a plan. There's four levels that you get to as an employee in the Disney Corporation. And this is absolutely fascinating. Anyone who joins the Disney Corporation, they get into category number one, which is called unconsciously incompetent at what they do. In other words, they're not doing it the Disney way. Even if an employee that has spent 23 years at Six Flags Magic Mountains comes to Disneyland, they are category one, unconsciously incompetent. It means that they're not doing it the Disney way, but they don't understand. They just don't realize it. The next level, once you get better through training, is what they call consciously incompetent. In other words, I did it wrong, but I recognized I did it oh, wrong. Oh, right, right. So then they keep training them. Now, the first level, of course, is unconsciously incompetent. The second is consciously incompetent. That brings the next level, which is consciously competent. I did it right. I didn't really need to think about it. I just did it right. But I did think about it, and I kind of I got it right. I'm consciously competent. I know I'm doing it right. right. And the fourth level, to reach the premium at the top of the organization at Disney, is what they call unconsciously competent just what you're talking exactly. about exactly that's it just that what you're talking about without even having to think about it to know how to answer that call or that whatever or deal with the situation you over just it. do it it just happens yes yes i without love thinking. it without thinking yeah Awesome. And that's where you got your boys. You got your boys to the point where they're unconsciously competent at what they do. And that's where your organization yeah. is for the condo right. owners. We're unconsciously competent at what we do. Exactly. And that's where I bring salespeople. You can, definitely. And you do. Unconsciously competent. And you do. And you're going to have a fantastic event. And we got to do a shout out because we got to get your room full, even if it's summer. It's got to fill up to 400 people, and it's being held on. September 19th. September the 19th. The Jardin Conference Center. My cell phone number is 587-718-4505. More importantly, I'd love to come into your office if you have a sales team of anybody of 10 or 10 or more people. I'd be happy to come in and uh, focus it and design it specifically for you and uh, for your team if you're a broker or a sales manager. And also, uh, it's Rick Cruz, C-R-U-S-E. And, uh, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn and uh, be part of the team. Absolutely. And I've already got my mind rolling here. So you'll be getting a couple of calls. I know well, exactly the, the, who needs to I'm gonna give, <laughs> contact I'm gonna, you. That's for I'm, sure. I'm going to give you a, a comp <laughs> ticket for my program in, in, in September. So I'll uh, actually uh, have the opportunity. I've, I've talked to you about this before. I would love for you to, to take the stage for you know five or six minutes because there will be a ton of realtors in there and to explain what your organization does. So I'm going to walk you through the door in September 19th. And I'm looking forward to you taking that stage for five or six minutes and telling everybody in the room what you can do for them and what this organization can do for the people that they're serving and getting them happily involved with condos. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rick. Uh, Rick Cruz, Canada's favorite sales trainer, and he is the man to call. And you mark down his numbers. You mark down all his information. Be there on September. We'll meet each other as well. Thank you so much, Rick, for coming on the show. Thank you. It's been such a treasure. You are certainly, you know, from the time that we met, I guess it's been about a month ago now. It was fantastic. I mean, you had the audience captivated that whole time. That was, that so was fun to work with. We had to connect at the end of that one, that's for sure. And okay. you are here today. <laughs> Thanks so much, Linda. And you make it a great day. Thank you. You too. And have a great one, everyone out there. Linda 
Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert, powered by the Hayes FM. Have a wonderful day. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com So remember, contact coaontario.com. We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go coatoronto.com. And let us hear your comments. We want to help. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. I will be right back. You just hang tight. You'll get more information. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. 